Loading for the Death Podcast, episode 17. Hey, welcome to What the F Podcast. I am here with Rebecca. And that's Tamara. (laughs) And we have the gang here. We have our producer extraordinaire, Todd. And Frank. And Frank. The mustache. Frank is always here. For a little bit. Until Labor Day. Uh, Whatever. And we have Rex. Rocker Rex. But we have missed y'all. It has been, what, I think three weeks? Has it been three? It feels like three weeks. I think it's been two. Okay, well, it feels like but three, so that tells you how much I miss it. Yeah, we've we've seriously have missed you guys. Yes. We've had shit going on, Lots which is good. Stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure y'all <laughs> have had <laughs> shit going on. I don't know why I'm saying y'all. Y'all. I don't even talk like that. Tamara says y'all now, guys. I don't, even, I don't even talk like that. <laughs> and she's got multiple personalities they tonight. Do. Multiple accents and shit going on, all that. So yeah, mm-hmm. shit going on. What what's been going on this week? I mean, with me, it's just normal, you know. Um, I would say we Rex had some shows. We went to the lake. Ah, nice. Yeah, a show at Lake. It was pretty awesome and stuff. One of his shows. Um, I was like carded. Carded. Yeah, I was carded hardcore. Like the girl, like seriously. <laughs> okay, I mean, I am in my thirties. I don't think I look like I'm under twenty-one. She seriously was like, I didn't have my card. I didn't have my card with me because for you didn't have your ID. Who goes to a bar with that ID? Me. You. Me. At me. This is not not the first time, and <laughs> the other time was in Vegas. In Vegas, and we got kicked out of a casino. Oh, good! Because they thought I was underage. Oh, wow! And so, anyway, so she was like, "I'm not going to serve you. You have to leave the bar and all this shit and everything." And I'm like, "I'm the lead singer's girlfriend. I can't leave and all this." And she was acting crazy, and I mean, I get it. But I'm like, I don't look like I'm 18 or something like that. It was just right. kind of just pissed me off. Now I've learned my lesson. I'm going to carry my Always. ID with me. I shouldn't have gone out without my ID. Okay, right. I get it. I wasn't driving, so I was just whatever. You don't want to carry all that stuff. I didn't, yeah. I get it. It's a lazy thing. And <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that anymore. But it was like fucking annoying that oh, yeah. she was so like that. But she was new. We worked it all out. She apologized later okay. for it. I was able to drink and I got drunk that night. And, and it was awesome. <laughs> I'd be like, and have one on you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it. It was awesome. And sometime we'll have to share the Las Vegas story because it it was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Rex, Rex went off. Rex got a little, little. He got a little, you know, he stood up for his woman. It was, it was a little hot. It was hot. Oh, God. Okay. It was hot. I, I thought, <laughs> you know, I'd never seen him like that. I'm like, I think because guys, don't, I haven't had guys that have stuck up for me like that. You know, oh, really? That's I've always been like crazy Tamara, you know, Tamara, you're being crazy, you know, <laughs> and then have somebody that's like. Yeah. You know, it was like pretty, yeah, stand up for me. That was pretty hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. We don't. So, speaking of trips and stuff, you seriously just came back from California. Yep. 
Um, how was that? It was so fun. Um, I bet. So went to San Francisco, Oakland area. Mm-hmm. Stayed in Oakland, but San Francisco right is right there. And so um, we just Ubered every day um, mm. all the time. So we'd like find a location mm-hmm. that was central to where we wanted to be and then like start somewhere from there and then just walk <laughs> to the next a lot location. Of walking. Tons of walking. Yes. Um, which is great. And the it's temperature out there. It's a beautiful city. Oh, yeah. The temperature out there was like so different than Kansas City. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like you could be walking and not be like pouring sweat like we're in Kansas City. You walk out your door and it's like super hot. It's so humid here, people. (laughs) It's like ridiculously humid. (laughs) Yeah. But you like you would go there and you'd be tromping all over the place. And there is no temperature. So it's like 65 ish. But in the in the 70 and Mm -hmm. then like in the evening it got cold at some points where you're like Mm -hmm. freezing so uh and then early in the morning was freezing right um it was just so different than i imagined california to be i don't know as a child i always thought like i guess not as a child up until a couple (laughs) days ago i thought california was this big beach oh was that your first time in california yeah oh so i just imagine like beach balls and like bikinis (laughs) i had no idea no um but no it was too cold for that and um we went to the beach and it was cold but it was really beautiful mm-hmm. um but i i have to share this my this uber story with you because i ubered everywhere and right. um i had somebody with me on the trip so everything felt safe mm-hmm. but i had one time that or two times that i had to go by myself somewhere because i was working a wedding and i had to get an uber by myself mm-hmm. to the venue mm-hmm. And I ordered the black edition Uber because it was only like a couple. Well, listen, it was like a couple (laughs) dollars more. And I thought by myself, I want to get the most expensive one um, to feel safe. Oh, okay. Like I felt like in this car, you're safest, right? Okay. (laughs) Because it's a nice car. (laughs) And the person clearly has money enough to like for me, I felt like I was going to be with a safe person. Right. Black edition means safer. Yes, I did. Okay. I had to, like you spend the money and you're safer. Okay. You get taken care of and that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I get to the venue and or I'm I'm getting to the venue and, and my um driver had an a, an interesting foreign name. Mm-hmm. And so I said his name because mm-hmm. I liked saying it. I don't know if I should say it. It's probably okay, his first name. Okay. So So his name was Leonid. Okay. And so I was like, Leonid, where are you from? And he was like, I'm from Moscow. And I was like, oh, awesome. And, uh-huh. I, and I was asking him, I'm like, um, is your name like common where you're from? Is it like a Jeff or whatever? Right. And he's like, actually, it is. He's oh, like, it is. Um, I worked for this company when I came to the States. And this company, there were seven Leonids. Wow. And he's like, that's really I've a lot. I've never heard that name Either before. Either have I. Never. Well, okay. no. But I mean, I've heard it before. That's how I, I knew it. Well, I knew how to say it. And, mm-hmm. and so he goes, oh, the way you say it. Oh. And so I was just like, whatever. He was like the 65 <laughs> or so year old man. Mm. I had no interest in right. that. Right. Right. And so he was like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm working a wedding. Um, and I'm going to the venue for the rehearsal right now. And and he was like, oh, how long are you going to be here? And I'm like, oh, just a couple of days. So mm-hmm. just casual conversation. Yeah. He drops me off and he hands me his business card and he says he's a tour guide. Oh, and so he wow. stands there like okay. right at me. And because I'm awkward, <laughs> I gave him a hug. Did I was you? Like, here, here, I'm going to give you a hug. And I like, left. I don't know how to say bye. Like okay. he just wouldn't leave. Like he wasn't moving. And I was like, I don't know what to do right now. And so I gave him a hug and I like mm-hmm. went inside mm-hmm. and I found my client and was doing the rehearsal stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, 20 to 30 minutes into the rehearsal, which is through a building 
and in a backyard. Okay. And there were my bride and groom, client, family, everything was right there. And I see this man walking up towards me, and I'm like, I recognize this man. Yeah. And it was Leonid, Uh-oh. the driver. Oh, no. Um, and I was like, what are you doing? Oh, no. And he goes, well, you have my information, and I don't have yours. And I go, I'm working. Oh, my. Shut up. I'm not kidding you. Oh. And then I turn around, and I look at my friend, Nicole, who's uh-huh. in the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I just give her this look of terror, like, take a look at what is happening oh right my now. Gosh, I, uh, and so she looks confused, shrugs it off. She's in the middle of doing the rehearsal. She doesn't understand. She can't come yeah, away from what right. she's doing. And I can't interrupt it. So I give him, he goes, so he goes, I want, can I have your information? And he goes. How fucking weird. So I, of course, because I'm awkward, I give him my card <laughs> to like get him out. Yeah. Like get out of here. Right. And so I give him my card and he goes, thank you so much. I hope I see you later. And I'm like the whole time just freaked out oh. by the whole experience. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. No. So. No. <laughs> I went no. right up to my friend Nicole when he left and I was like, that was the Uber driver. Oh, and, no. Um, oh, I don't like that. How scary. That's very scary. I don't like that at all. At I had all. never it's had. It's very yucky. It's very yeah. gross. I don't like it. Yeah. So I felt Not concerned. Safe. Yeah. Well, and then he has your information. Now he has my information because <laughs> I was an idiot and gave it to him. But. But the whole thing is like it ha- things are happening so fast in my head. I'm you didn't like, have enough time to think about it. All you I hadn't say- thought about a situation like that ever right. before. Like this is not happening. No. What is what is happening right, right now? Yeah. So, and you just wanted to resolve it. Like, I want to get on go. with what I'm doing. Exactly. You know, let me if he interrupts this. this, this could interrupt the wedding. This is a problem. And really, like when someone asks you something like that, then what do you say? Yeah, like, go you away. You already got his info. Yeah. Too. Oh, that's so weird. I, I don't know. like that at all. Yeah, he gave me his business card. He's like, don't lose it. Hope I see uh, you later tonight, wink, wink. And did I he contact like, you? No. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Nothing yet. And so, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't either. And if he's listening to this, don't contact me. Leonid, knock it off. Yeah. And so, yeah, I contacted Uber <laughs> and I told him I was concerned about yeah. the interaction. And yeah. then they immediately refunded me for that trip mm. and said that. Um, they will talk to him about the situation. Okay, maybe they did that, and maybe yeah. that's why you haven't been contacted. So. I hope so. I I hope that's really gross. Yep. I just don't like that. That just makes me feel really icky and yeah. gross and everything. Yeah. yeah. Nasty. So I was just I mentioned it to the next Uber driver, and I was like, "So this is what happened. How normal is that?" And they actually asked me what level of uber did i get really he goes and i was like i got the black edition he goes what oh so yes okay it kind of like if you get the cheapest one you don't know then who's you driving don't know it. what you're getting right i didn't know maybe is there i didn't it's know level that. of exp- it's it's ex- the level yeah it like, costs more money right i understand it costs yeah. more money but then yeah it just means you get a nicer car I know. yeah you just get a nicer car but not really a nicer driver though. yeah no oh, definitely know? not i wonder but i it's wonder if different it goes training in- or anything they're so training but they get they get a rating yeah so i'm wondering if that comes in play too maybe. like if you got like five oh, stars from a million you, people then maybe. you're probably a good driver yeah yeah so i gave leonid a three i wanted to give him a zero. Oh, you should have well i was f- still freaked out I was like, what is happening with life? Oh, my Who comes gosh. after you? Oh, my Anyway, gosh. so I made it's, it out. It's very unprofessional. It's gross. Do it's not. I don't like it. Yeah. It's super unsafe, or at least it feels unsafe, and that's not cool to do. Yeah. So that happened. That happened. Well, other the, than that, yeah. how was your trip? <laughs> it was amazing. Um, 
I good food, good experiences. The rest of the Uber drivers were really cool. Um, Most of them are. I yeah. love Uber drivers, actually. I love having conversations mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, I do, too. I talk a lot. Uh-huh. If they have good music, I let them know, like, this is a really good I playlist. do, too. Yeah. <laughs> or you, your car smells really good or, you know, that That's type really of thing. really nice. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, good job for what you do. Um, and uh, it was good. I got great photos of the trip and um, went outside of my comfort zone quite a bit and... Um, I would overall definitely go back. Like I had a I lot of fun. I love San Francisco. I had a it's lot of fun. Such a beautiful, nice city. I, lo- mm-hmm. I loved it. I was like, I could seriously live here. Yes. I actually at one point was going to move there. Okay. And so that was years ago, but I was going to. Yeah. Move there. I can see that. Mm-hmm. So it's just so expensive. That was a big. That was a big mm-hmm. part of it. Was yeah. like it's freaking expensive, especially if you're going to go there and you don't have a job. And you're just yeah. doing it just, okay, you know. Yeah, because you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's a very, very lovely city. Yep, I agree. Mm. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. So I guess we can get to our what the Fs of the week. Yeah. Um, I uh, saw this story earlier this week. It's a viral story. And it's about a crazy-ass bride. Right. I saw this one. Did you see it as well? So there is, like, a trend, I guess, where brides are asking people for money. Since when is this a trend? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have been invited to a wedding before where they didn't want gifts. They, they wanted us to contribute to their honeymoon. Sure. And they actually had... A website set up where you could pay for different excursions that they oh, do. Oh, yeah. That's like they neat. were going to Hawaii. And yeah. so you could pay for, I don't know, some different adventures. I you love could that. add money to it. And you can add as much money as you want it to. So, like, you know, you could want to give $100 towards that, then fine. And, you know, they had the total amount of, you know, just how much this excursion is and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, we'd rather this instead of getting gifts. You I love this that. out with our honeymoon mm-hmm. you know um but this bride actually wanted people to help her out with the wedding wow like actually to pay for the wedding um her request was a lot more than a hundred dollars too she wanted fifteen hundred dollars from every guest it d- she didn't say how many guests she invited right but her wedding um was sixty thousand which is crazy which i know weddings they get expensive. Yeah, they do. And stuff. And, you know, if you want that, then fine. I think it's a waste of money to spend that much on a wedding. It's mm-hmm. one day. <laughs> it's one day and it's, you know, but if you have it, great. They didn't have it. <laughs> she she canceled the wedding. Is that right? She canceled the wedding. Okay, so, so she okay. canceled the wedding. So what went viral is this crazy um, note that she left on her Facebook to all her friends and family about why she's canceling her wedding. So I'm going to go ahead and just read this shit to you guys because it's like fucking ridiculous. Stop me if I need to cut out whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she goes, Dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of the blah, blah, blah wedding. I apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately... Me, my fiance and I have broken up. 
due to some recent and irreparable problems. Which were what? The fact that he didn't have enough money? A fact that she probably he realized she's a bitch. Mm. <laughs> so Yeah, I agree. You know, he she's like a spoiled brat. So we have decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil and are still a team for our son. After <laughs> hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to this, this decision. And one hour after posting this status, I am going to delete my Facebook. Oh, whoa. Social media has caused me only paranoia and toxicity. Oh, my. I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family, the ones who I thought I could trust the most. Oh, wow. Hence, I will be out of the country for all of October and November. Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I may make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. <laughs> so then she goes, how did this come all come crashing down? Well, I invite you all on Facebook, players, bystanders, and side characters of the people in my life to take a seat and listen. You're all involved somehow. Somehow everyone is wrapped into this mess. Even if you weren't invited to my wedding, I don't care. You <laughs> might hear of wow. the drama, and I'd rather you hear it from me. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want to tell my story. Before I begin this mini novel, <laughs> I invite all of you, including the cunts who have ruined my marriage and life, oh my God. to put yourselves in my shoes. Whoa. For once, let me take the stage and let me voice the most painful few months of my life. First, things were a fairy tale. I met the love of my life at 14. We were both young, but somehow we just knew we were meant to be. To be. We worked on my family's farm together, and with each warm summer spent in the fields, our love grew deeper and deeper. Fast forward to high school, we went strong all four years. He put a ring on my finger when I was 18, worth nearly $5,000. Oh, my God. We'd put, we put everything on the line. I love how she mentions how much it cost. Right. Uh, we'd put everything on the line for each other. Everything. We both chose to attend the same community college and work full-time in order to build our dream. We spent most of our days by each other's sides. I will always be thankful for that. Fast forward a few years, I was elated, tearful, and thankful to God for this gift. After giving birth to my son, I knew, or my child, I don't know if it's a girl or boy. <laughs> but child. it's a boy now. <laughs> I knew the next step would be to focus on my career and become financially stable. My ex did the same. We saved and saved. I was in love. I was happy. And I was looking forward to life. We continued working and even got our degree. It was hard, yes, but so blissfully worth it. We managed to save up nearly $15,000 for our wedding. Since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be included. We started touring venues and were torn between two. A local psychic told us to go with the more expensive option. And we thought, why the hell not? You know, psychic, you know. <laughs> we just needed a little push. Our dream wedding amounted to $60,000, all included with flights to Aruba. 
All we asked was for a little help from our friends and family to make it happen. I specifically, I mean specifically, asked for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? We sacrificed, sorry, go into the next. <laughs> uh, we sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500. That's insane. Like, it's nothing, you know. We talked to a few people who even promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named, pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted my ex's family offer to contribute $3,000. My ex's family? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not together anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> so our request for $1,500 for all other guests was not fucking out of the ordinary. Like, we made it clear. If you couldn't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. Whoa. So we sent our RSVPs, and only eight people replied and sent us the check. Who the fuck were these eight people? I don't know, but I want their information. <laughs> we were fucking livid. How is this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly, more people backed out, including the cunt maid of honor. My best friend since childhood. My second family. I was so shocked and tearful. To make matters worse, it was only a month before the wedding. To cancel everything would have been more than $5,000. Desperately, we resent our invites and asked people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people. What is $1,000? What is $1,500? Clearly, not a lot. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> She's so fucking delusional. It would be quite manageable and within budget. I've heard of people asking for worse. We also set up a GoFundMe that only got $250. At this point, we were exhausted, tired. I yelled at my ex. I became unraveled. I realized my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. Mm. Then it got worse. Oh, wow. My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding done. I laughed in his face, but he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore-like Vegas weddings. I mean, what the fuck? Was he out of his mind? Am I some hooched piece of fucking trash? A hooker? Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get-rich-fast fallacy? Suddenly, my body be began to shake as I entered a panic attack. Oh, my God. I know. What a real She's so bitch. fucking dramatic. I can't. How did she? Dramatic. If she dramatic. acts like that, you run. I mean, and he's just now realizing this. They've been together since they were 14. That was never going to get better. No. My ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. I then called my maid of honor and cried my eyes out. Instead of sympathy, I was told that I was asking for way too much and I should stick to my budget. I mean, no words can describe. How could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars then deny me my promised money then tell me to shift down my budget? She knows my fucking dream was a blowout wedding. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day <laughs> and then live Damn my it. life like normal. Those fucking Kardashians. <laughs> Damn them. Is there fee for everything? 
I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend and hung up. Then she blocked me off of social media. Rumors swirled. I received anonymous threats. My ex stayed out later and later, and I have a feeling he even cheated. Oh, my, my God. My bridesmaids climbed on the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked for the deposit back. So I said, fuck you. I refuse to give it back until they can pay me back for their emotional distress. <gasps> my ex started to talk to my maid of honor and gossip about me behind my back. I overheard him talking in the basement when he called me a stuck up bitch. <gasps> she is. It? That's the I least know. of the things I have to say about her. And then it like. There are some pages that were like, or some parts of the post that were like skipped out. And she's basically like at the end just saying like how her life is like fucked up. She's not talking to anybody anymore. Her dream got all screwed up because of friends and family. The end. Good (laughs) God. Yeah. (laughs) I am lost for words. My mouth just dropped open when I read that. I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I apologize, everybody, if that was long, but it was just like. How does somebody like that be in a relationship? I mean, her her fiance had to have known. Like, she's had to have been like this. I mean, her. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for the day. Those fucking Kardashians. <laughs> they do make it into every episode. This, I know. <laughs> I know. I was just like, can we have a Kardashian-free episode? <laughs> oh, man. They creep their way in. Everywhere. They creep in. <laughs> They're the reason for the end of this relationship. They are. They well, are. actually, she's the reason because she is really she- delusional. It makes me really sad to think like – Nobody has anyone ever told her no. Is that the result of never telling your kid no? You know what? I think so. So think about that when you tell your little sweet little sweetie pie. With their angel face. With their they're just the sweetest mm. little sweeties. You're like, I can't tell that face no. I'm gonna never tell you no. You get anything you want. You're a princess. Everything you want. Yeah, and you're a princess and you're saying all this shit to them. Mm-hmm. And they grow up and they're like, I am. I'm a Kardashian. And I want this wedding. I deserve Damn it. it. I deserve it. And do you know, like, where the, like, okay, it's about the marriage. It's not about the wedding. Right. But people don't know that. And so it totally, she totally turned it into the wedding. Yes. And that's like, fucks things up. That happened on Sex in the City, Carrie and Big. I don't remember that. She was all Carrie, about the wedding. when she was, when they were first going to get married. I remember the venue, though. It she was turned it. She totally turned it into the wedding. Remember, Vogue was uh, okay. a, a fo- photog- photographing, photographing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been drinking, people. <laughs> oh, my God. The wedding. Yeah. And uh, she totally turned it into that. He got scared. He got, like, all freaked uh, too out. too much, yeah. Because he was, like. I thought this was supposed to be the marriage. I thought right. this was supposed to be small. You've turned this into this huge thing. I need to rewatch that whole thing. I oh, love wow. I watch I love that. I watch. I think I own them. I do. Okay. I My sister gave too. me a, a gift. I have like all of them. We should watch so it. So good. I agree. I love them. We should do a so podcast much. about watching it over again. Oh my God. As adults. <gasps> so good. <laughs> Where we yes. actually fucking understand it now. Like instead of like when you're <laughs> watching it. <laughs> And you're like, I can't wait until I'm in my 30s and I'm dating and I can't find anybody. <laughs> I'm trying to find my Mr. Big. Oh, oh my God. Or Aiden. So, Is Aiden, Aiden. That was his name? 
Aiden Please is who Aiden. I loved. I, I really, I, everything I know he's people on. Are like Did you know fan. he's local? He's like from Kansas City, I think. I did not know that. Listen, Shit. I don't even know his name. I can't think of his name. I think it's John. I can't think of his name right now. So I think cute. it is John, too. John Please. Corbin? Is that his name? I will definitely agree he, with that. Oh, I loved Aiden. And I hope he's like that in real life. He is. Know? Well, I think a friend of mine ran into him for something and got a picture with him. And at least it, that was a good experience. He's so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I, yeah. Please Aiden, be that. Aiden, if you're there. Aiden, if you're there, contact Rebecca. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just tell me that well, you're really Rex nice. Would be, I don't think Rex would be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. That's okay. Contact. And I will be like, I will be so rooting for Can that. we watch Sex in the City with you? <laughs> and we'll do a podcast about that. Yes. Uh, yes. But don't tell us anything bad. I don't want to hear anything bad about it because yeah. in my head, you're everything perf- is great. Perfect. And don't ruin my Sex in the City. Like finding out that they are not friends in real life don't do is that. awful. That's not true. It is, but it's it's it it is. It's sad. Like they're really not not friends. Are you guys following us? No. Are we? Are they following us? Listening. Sex and the City are not friends. Like Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. Not friends. Oh, they hate each other. Shut up. Okay. So, and they were so close on the show. It just makes me so sad that they're not. I think Tamara's crying. I know. I love that show. Okay, I okay. could go on. So we need to we're gonna that. do a Sex in the City podcast. And we don't know about you guys it will listen. Yeah. And okay, so that's that. Um, that bride is um crazy. Yeah, delusional. she's not. Check out get, and she's gonna go find another man who has more money. To, Good luck her. to you. Good luck finding that. Shoot. Shoot. Somehow he's out there, and you know he's gonna find. But you her. know, yeah, girls. You know, girls who have that in their mind, they find that. Oh, yeah. They do. And I think, I don't know why guys put up with it. Maybe because the girl's hot or something like that. But it's weird. The girls like that will find mm-hmm. a guy. That will allow that, will, that. That will allow that and just take care of them. And they'll have their little fantasy life and they'll get their big divorce. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It won't last <laughs> their long. Big mud, their big settlement and all that. And beyond the real housewives. Yep. The end. The end. The end. Was there another so. week? One of the week? There was something else you said. There was something else. Um, I don't. I was going to like say the name and everything of the guy. So. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk briefly about this because this is actually probably going to end up being um, on an episode. The show, you know? This is about the husband that killed his wife and his two children. Yes, this just happened like a couple what, weeks ago. A couple weeks ago in Colorado. And it's in, it's really. I fucked ca- up. You caught it when she went missing. Yes. The wife went missing. I saw actually he was on like um one like the ABC morning show or something right. like that. ABC or NBC morning show. Asking and for someone to find his wife. They were like interviewing him. Do we know his name? Yes. Chris Watts. Oh, that's right. Chris Watts. And what was her name? Chris Watts. Um, Shannon. Shannon. And what were the two girls' names? Uh, there was a there was I want to say like one was like Desiree or something like that. There was a baby who was like 18 months. I know. So sweet. Just angel little baby. And like a two or four-year-old. Is yes. that right? I think it was like like what? Like one and two or something was their ages yeah. or two. Um, oh, my goodness. Why am I not? I'm seeing the pictures so, and stuff. I'm sorry. Like I don't have all this together. <laughs> 
but that's okay because there's that's so okay. much changing. We're that's gonna, okay. We he, will he gets have on the news. He gets on the news and, and he's stuff. very cold. He was very cold yes. and he was very like. So let's see here. There's a Celeste is a three year old okay. daughter. Um, and I am not seeing the name of the other little baby, which is weird. Why they only have why would one they do that here? Um, and then she was pregnant. And I watched the video of the announcement of her pregnancy to Okay, him. Bella. Oh, Bella. Okay. Yes. So Celeste and Bella. Um, she was pregnant also. Mm-hmm. Five months pregnant, I believe. Was she that far along? Mm-hmm. She was supposed to have a checkup that day, the day she went missing. And her friend, that's what alerted her friend because she hadn't heard anything from her that day. And she said they were constantly texting each other. Sure. And she didn't hear anything from her. So she had came back from a business trip at 2 a.m. in the morning. The it, She came back so late because the flights were delayed because of weather and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she comes back at 2 a.m. And that's the last her friend had heard from her. And she didn't hear anything during that day. So she contacts the husband. And he says, oh, she went on a play date. She went on a play date with the girls. And the friend was like, I yeah, this weird. I haven't heard anything from her. Right. And he didn't have he didn't know who she went on a play date with. Right. He didn't have any info or anything like that. The friend ended up getting to the house. Like he went to work like normal. The friend ends up coming to the house and I I don't know what evidence they collected, but they said it was good that she got to the house before he did because he hadn't covered up all the evidence yet. Because I don't think he realized Really? That, yeah. He didn't realize like that's um people were gonna like Come in questioning so soon, you know? Oh, man. So he, like, did the murders or whatever. I think he did them. I think he killed the little girls over the weekend while the wife was out of town. Really? Yeah. And I think then when really? she came home, he finished her. Yeah, because they they found the bodies on work sites. He worked for, like, a, some oil company or something yeah. like that. And they found the bodies on work sites, like, in tanks. Yeah. Or something like that, they said. I heard that. And so I think he had already did the little girls and then he did her. And so his story has is, changed. He said then that his wife strangled both the girls. Right. He said that he actually saw her strangle one of them. Yeah. In front of him. And he got so enraged, enraged, livid, then that he killed her. Mm-hmm. And he strangled her. Because he was so upset over seeing that she had murdered. So you're going to murder your wife who's pregnant mm-hmm. with your baby. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that is his story. Yeah. And then he freaked. He said he freaked out. And then he hit all the bodies. It's so and crazy. So that's his story. But then we find out also then that he's been having an affair with a coworker. Okay. So then I read up more on that. So uh, right now a man has come forward. Yes. And said that he had a 10-month affair with him. I didn't realize that. That started like the summer of last year and it just ended the spring of this year. So he said he's not the guy that he's currently that that they said like was a co-worker. But he was, they did have an affair. They met off of a website. Oh, did they? I didn't know how they met. They met off of like meetup or something. That makes makes sense though that he would. And he said like he was living a double life. He said that he didn't even know that he was married until this year. Seriously. He brought his his girls on a little excursion that they had. And one of the girls asked 
if she could sleep with mommy and daddy that night. And that's when he found out that he was married. He didn't know. I see. Yeah. So he was totally living a double life. He's a total sociopath. With sociopaths can totally do that Mm. and not care. And, you know, when I saw his interview on the morning show, he was so like, it was not how you would think somebody would act when somebody is your wife and your children are missing. Like, you do not know where they are. You would be freaking out. Mm-hmm. He was calm. Yeah. It was just very just, I well, I hope she it, comes back home. It was really selfish, too, because I remember him saying something like, um, my girls would would eat dinner. Or about now, they'd be eating dinner. Yeah. And then they would go play on their little uh, uh, couches. Right. yeah. And they would be watching their TV shows. And yeah. I really needed that today. Yes. And he talked about, like, he couldn't, it was hard for him to sleep in a house because they weren't. Mm-hmm. They weren't there. And it was just mm-hmm. very odd. It's just like not what you would expect somebody right. to say. And it was just kind of just like, hmm, you know, like as if like she went on a trip or something. It was just like he just wasn't like, oh, my God, they're gone. I don't know where they are. He said that she came home at 2 a.m. in the morning and they had an emotional talk. Right. And this is supposedly then where we're where he's saying he wants to separate, you know, and in the marriage. So that mm. is what the emotional talk was mm. about, supposedly. And supposedly then she just left with the girls after oh, that. Wow. And everybody says that's not her. That's not how she would be. And who has an emotional talk with somebody at 2 a.m. in the morning? You know, I mean, I think I probably had a 2 a.m. emotional talk. Well, that's usually been building up, though, you know, too. It's <laughs> not like sure. we're waiting for someone to come home like, hey, I'm going to yeah, you, no. you walk in the door. I want to break up. It's not a pretty up. conversation. We're ending this marriage. Yeah. Right now. It's not happy. Not. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a 2 a.m., it's usually been building up. You've been drinking also. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a sober conversation no. No. at all. So, so anyway, he's now in jail. He's a piece of shit. They found her keys in yes. his car. Her car was still at the house. Her, her car, her keys. Her, wait. Her, All her stuff was still at the house. Her everything was still at the house. She okay. didn't. So that's how they knew she didn't leave. Her right. purse, her keys, everything was still at the house. Her car was still there. They saw in their surveillance ca- camera from a neighbor that her car never left. He right. left for work, probably with her body in right. his truck. But the surveillance cameras are everything. They are. They're catching lots of things. He totally was like not not counting on that. You're not thinking that. Nope. Nope. You definitely don't think about that. But anymore, you know that anywhere you go, surveillance cameras are the thing. And if you don't have a surveillance camera at your home, you definitely should get one. You should. And your neighbors, though, have have (laughs) one. They're pointing right at your house, I'm sure. You're going to be caught doing whatever. You're going to be caught. It's, It's a lot tougher now to get away with shit yeah and you know that piece of shit he's awful he's awful and more shit's gonna come out yeah we'll talk about that um i'm sure he was cheating up and down all on his wife and everything and his name is chris which is a shitty name she has had bad experiences with chris i have with someone that was chris that had a double life oh yeah yeah so and eerily, they had similar. They, they they are similar. 
I know. That's what I okay. thought too. It was very like I was like, ooh. I know how gross. Ew, I would be very... so. Let's never have that story. We have to I know. tell his what story. What if happens? I like, believe it could. So, I do too. So okay, well that'll be a story. Hopefully, never that we have to tell. I, so. Never, but I would have actually personal experience in a weird way, which sounds awful. It's like we're no, 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 not not saying specifically yes. him, but in a weird way, it's kind of like where you want to be touched, sorta. Like me and Rex talk about it, like touched by something where you like, I knew that person. But it's weird. Oh, I don't know if it's like in this weird. That's right. You guys want to know a serial. You want to know somebody who's lost their shit and killed <laughs> yeah. somebody. Oh, and be like, I no. knew them and I knew like something was wrong. I don't want to be that close. I know. It's like, it's weird though. It's kind of like weird. <laughs> now it's I'm- a very weird. I don't know if this is like a very murder thing or whatever. Like where I. <laughs> We we watch too many of these shows. We read too much of this oh my God. And stuff, and then you want to have firsthand account of you don't know who's around you. Yeah, that's for sure. And you never know anybody. No, you know, like this guy, he looks totally normal. I bet, like, uh, all her friends. Well, actually, what they're saying, they're shocked. They're shocked right. by this. They thought he was a family man. They didn't mm-hmm. know about his double wife. Yeah, you know, and. You look at him, and of course, you don't think. And anything. he's attractive. Yes, unfortunately, and that's really taboo to say. People are getting really mad about people acknowledging that. So uh, that, that he's attractive. A shitty person is attractive. I mean, but the boogeyman doesn't always look like the boogeyman. Most of the time, they don't. I most most of the time they don't. You he know? wouldn't. He's not the first attractive man to kill no, somebody. Like a, a lot of people talk about how Ted Bundy, right. Bundy, you know, was like. People find him attractive. And, you was know. Was Manson attractive ever? Who? Or was Manson Charles No. Manson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never. Okay. No. It was Ted Bundy. No. Okay. Ted Bundy is always what I always hear when people talk about. Attractive. Like, attractive guy and stuff, you know. So, so gross. Disgusting. Yeah. Don't Disgusting. date the attractive ones or the ugly ones. Don't. My whole thing is when somebody's like too attractive, it's kind of scary. Well, that means they're very like into themselves, yes. I feel like. Well, I mean, it depends on what mm-hmm. kind of attractive. Like, okay, if someone's attractive and doesn't realize they're attractive, then okay, cool. Right. But if they're attractive and they realize it and they're really, really hot, so I have a hard time trusting them because I feel like they're getting so much attention sometimes. Oh, yeah. and. It also goes into, I also have a whole thing with, like, when you grew up, like, in high school and stuff, were you the nerdy kid? Did you not get attention? I feel like people who did not get a lot of attention growing up and they grow up to be someone who's attractive and Mm -hmm. then they start getting attention, they don't know how to say no because they're not used to that attention and they don't want to, like, I agree with that. And so whenever I have dated in the past somebody like that, it's scary. Because you can't, I feel like I can't trust those people. And I've been proven right. You can't mm. trust somebody who can't say no? Oh, yeah, because they they'll no. cheat. They'll, they'll just, cheat. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. They don't know how to turn that down. I see what you're Because they're not used to that. They're not used to all this attention that they're getting. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So that came from Chris, who's a real piece of shit. Yes. Who killed his wife. Who killed and his, his wife. babies. And, and his, his babies. Baby. Like, I just... And lied about it. And we're it. Like not really even getting on that because I just can't even go there. I just don't even know how you can kill kids. I really don't. How you, your own flesh and blood and kids, the innocent kids, fucking just divorce your wife. Just divorce her. Just leave. Yeah, just leave. Get out of it. Nobody cared about you anyway. No. Just. Go. You just get out. It's just. 
it's all because of money and greed. Because he probably just didn't want to give up any money. Yeah. He didn't want to pay child support, you know? Really? That's I'm sure. so, so ridiculous. I'm sure that's usually what happens. That's what they talk about. Oh, so this will this will be a future episode of us probably delving it will more be, into it. And we'll it. be going on and talking about it. how shitty he is and we'll all that. It. And so we'll be following it. Mm-hmm. So we are here with Rex, Rex the Rocker. I always do my segment without headphones, by the way. Rex, oh, Rexy so. the right. raccoon. Rex always does his segment without headphones. Right. Todd and I, Todd and I wear, our, wear our, our headphones in the studio. That is it. Um, I have a quick what the F of the week for you guys. I I'm so wait. inspired by your guys' what the Fs of the week. I okay. thought I'd bring you one. Yes. That I can't found wait. this to be quite the what the F. This, okay. is, this is a true story. KFC oh, offering $11,000 in tuition what? to the first baby born on September 6th that's named Harlan. Harlan? That's Har- KFC's founder is named Harlan. Harlan? So KFC is offering eleven thousand dollars in tuition. To the first baby born on September sixth that gets named Harlan. But why eleven thousand? I don't know that. <laughs> well, hey, maybe they they may not sell as much chicken as they used to. I don't know. I don't I'm just wondering why that specific amount. I don't know. Yeah, when, you know? when you guys talk about sponsors, I love KFC. Um I love KFC. Oh, you do. You yes. love you some. some I love chicken. me some chicken, but <laughs> I found that something like you eleven thousand dollars. So that you, is funny. So would you guys do it? Name my pa- my baby Harlan. Harlan. H a r l e n. H a r l a n d. Harlan. Oh, Harlan. Yes, Harlan. I have a problem with Harlan. I wouldn't either. That eleven thousand dollars for eleven thousand dollars. Why would I to help that? out? Yeah, it's a bad name. Too. They don't have to go it's by it. It's a fun it. story. Exactly. And they don't have to go by it either. It's a story. There's money. It's yeah. like a guarantee. Dude, yeah. it's $11,000. And you could call them whatever. Can I? Can it grow? Can we put it in like a growing savings account? Uh, totally. I'm sure. I think you I would do not. it. Would you do it, babe? In a second. Okay. So and, we would hell totally. yeah. I think your kid Thank has you inst- for taking that off my <laughs> list of things to do. <laughs> I think your kid has instant popularity. You know what I mean? How fun That's would that cool be for them? Right. Yep. And all the publicity. Sure. Yeah, sure. for sure. And do you get free chicken with that too? I don't. Maybe you like a think, lifetime of free chicken. You would you think should. you could just roll in and yeah, I'd be like, hey, yeah. it's me, it's Harlan. Hey. It's me, Harlan. I'll take, yeah, I'll take the family bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. And their chocolate cake, which is so good. <laughs> so what was that date? September sixth. September sixth. First baby. So yeah, maybe somebody, maybe somebody can let you guys know too. I'd love to know. Oh, I'd love to know if you're pregnant right now. And you're just hearing about that or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That, so let us know. That's right. Because you are totally a what? What the effer? <laughs> you are. You do that. Yeah, you are awesome. one of us. That's right. See, you're just, an you are one an, of us. <laughs> you're a what the effer? You're an effer. And I'm giving you guys your choice an tonight. Effer. All right, it's your guys' choice. You can have. And next week, by the way, next time we record, we're going to play Podcast Family Feud, but I, you can't do it tonight because you guys have already been running along. So tonight we're going to give you two categories. Would you guys like divorce or dating category? Oh, oh God. Dating. <laughs> let's do da- Let's do dating Becky's, because- Becky said dating. I'm going with dating. Divorce sucks. Well, hey, actually it, it doesn't. <laughs> it's actually, it's the good part. Um, but here we go. That's let's true. go on. To, yes, I'm saying it's actually not. But let's go on to dating. Um, you guys kind of like the survey we did last time we were together. So tonight is survey again. Uh, we're gonna bounce back and Becky forth. Becky's just laughing. I know she's having a good time. <laughs> we're gonna bounce back and forth. Um, Becky gets the first one because she always answers fastest. Okay. And we'll see how long you guys can go or who gets three strikes first. That's okay. what we'll do. We'll play three strikes with you guys. Three strikes, you're out. That's right. You have to name these. Were this is again off of a survey. Um, 
they named the top 10, what they felt like was the top 10 first dates, you know, where to go or what to do. So Becky, you get the first shot at it. Are these like normal things? They can be anything. It's just whatever they thought okay. was the best things to do on a first date. Let's hear it. Well, no, it's you got to guess. You got to try, oh, try, guess. try <laughs> from getting three strikes. So You're see like, if you can name one without getting a strike. I have to name the top 10 things. No, you just have to name one. You, and you won't get a strike. Just name one. Ten. Yeah, just name any one of the 10. Of the best first dates? Yes. yes. I'm going to go Places with... Places to go or things to do. I'm going to go with um, mini golf. Strike one for Becky. I was. I thought that's it's a, it's, it's, it's a top ten. So a friend of mine, yeah, did, you would mine think mini golf is top ten. I think it is because a friend of mine did that just a couple weeks ago. He said he went on a first date. They went mini golfing. and I really? wished he would have called us. We totally would have. That went. sounds like fun. I think yeah. so too. I think you have a good answer, it's, but it's not. In the but top it's not 10. in the top ten. So strike one for Becky. Over to Tamara. <laughs> I would say just dinner. Dinner is on the list. So Obviously. over, over, over to Becky. You went simple. I went, I'm not going simple. Uh, oh. Oh, he, Rex says he needs Rex a pen. Needs, he needs a pen. He needs um, a. I, I'm sorry. I can't help you with any yeah. of that. Okay. So. Oh, you have one. Okay. Top. So top 10. You said you're not going simple. Well, I was. I am now. Oh. Oh. Dinner was number seven, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Is movies on there? Strike two. Okay, I think no. movies is a horrible. First I think it's a horrible first date. You can't talk. Strike two. Yeah. For well, Becky. some but some people do that. They a lot of people. So I do thought that. that maybe that would be the answer. I, a lot of people. Clearly, do that. I don't go on dates. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. This is Not like good. the best. This is the best. All right, so uh, strike two. You're still in the game, though, Becky. Still, Tamara um, is in the box, okay. ready to take another swing. Okay. Wow. I say to go on an excursion, like a trip, like a. Trip somewhere. Like I'll need maybe. you to be more specific. Okay, is it strike specific? one? It's not on there. Um, oh. Trip is not on there. Not um, so okay. strike one for Tamara. Back over to Becky. Go for a walk. Ooh, Becky, strike three. <laughs> Man, oh well, shit. She was, up there, but she was swinging. No. I like that. Becky was up there swinging away. <laughs> okay, Tamara, only chance to save the team of what the f podcast. Okay, now that I would think this would be an awesome first date, shopping. Fuck Ooh. yeah. <laughs> That's the number one. <laughs> Take me shopping is the number one. Shopping. Strike. That's strike two oh. for you. So we're going to give. I'm going to give back. It was a bad call on that one. Though. I think the umpire made a bad call on Becky. It was really borderline. Coffee date. Coffee? Coffee. Ooh. Becky is in the game with okay, coffee. Yes, yeah, I've done that before. Coffee number nine. Number nine. I've done that. So, so that was a bad call on that one yeah. pitch. It was a little bit. Okay. Well, then drinks. I'll go with bar. Bar is on there. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you bar. Bar was number ten, by the way. <laughs> Whose lame list is this? Well, I would say from here on in, they are not lame. So from here on in, go back to oh, your creativity answers. Uh, horseback riding. Ooh man, Ooh. man, I, I almost want to give you that one, but it is not on the list. Sorry. Um, back over to Tamara. Hot air balloon. Ooh. My sister got engaged in a hot. Oh yeah, that's right. To. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I really, yeah, I and I really thought you guys would be better at these, but I will say I think the top three, wow. the top three, I never would have got. But here you go. Yeah, nobody Just has gone us. like above and beyond. I guess. For... I like mini golfing though. I think that was okay. a great answer because okay. um, bowling is on here. I they was going to say bowling, they but bowling. Oh. So which I think bowling and mini golf are kind of same. in that same, you know, same thing. This one, <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Bowl, um, I don't want to do bowling because I don't want to change my shoes. Well, that's true. That's on a true. first date. That's true. I don't want to put some funky ass shoes well, hey, on my fucking true. feet. Well, Becky, that's a good thing. And a first fucking date. Yeah. 
I'm not yeah. interested. But here's what you find out. <laughs> My date had their own bowling shoes. So oh. that's something you might want to know too. You might be like, oh, he does. He has his own bowling shoes. Do that you have it. your own bowling shoes? I do not. Um, you have your own Rex bowling thinks ball. it's a weirdo thing. I have thing. a bowling he ball. He has a bowling ball. But it's, I don't bowl. Okay. Um, and I used to just, I didn't have a bag for the longest time. I, oh. just, I just Fred Flintstoned it. Oh, I literally just, I would just like walk in. Wow. With, I would just Fred Flintstone it. <laughs> I know one. Um, Playing pool. Ooh. Again, Come another, on I like that one because I love that. I've done, done that, that before. Come on. I've totally done that. Come on. Another good answer. No? Okay. Um, let's move on to number six. Number six is theme park was on their Vomit. survey. Don't take me to theme park. Um, to you guys were kind of around this one. Picnic was number five. Picnic? I don't like picnic. I no. don't think that's a good oh, first date. man. It's not Yogi Bear. Um, <laughs> although I think this one's good. Four was museum or art gallery. Okay. Uh, I can I see like, that. I like that one. I can yeah, see that. I've done that. that. Three, two, one, though, I think just get a little much for a first date. Just tell okay. About. What is it? Three was cooking class. I kind of like that. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a little cute. Okay, it's cute. It's All really right. cute. I'll give you guys it's really that one. cute. Um, I like two because I, I like this one. Two is dancing. Like, kind of go someplace where you kind of learn to dance or take a dance oh, like lesson. Dance, a dance lesson? Yeah, it's more of a dance lesson. Okay. I would have to be really interested. Comfortable with the oh, yeah, person. Yeah. It's, it, it's awkward if you don't know the person. Sure. True, or at least. But, but also, if yeah. you're on a date, you have at least a physical enough attraction, I think, yes. to, you know, to I mean, dance dancing with tells you a lot about a person. So that's I what I'm agree. saying. So I thought, I, I think that would be fun. And then their first one, which again would take a lot, um, skydiving was their I number one. almost said skydiving. <gasps> but yeah, but not on a first date. <laughs> first date? I'm not going to get murdered. Hey, I mean. Did they cut my parachute? What hey, is this? I'm not, yeah. dropping, I'm not dropping that kind of cash on my first date. Yeah, she never sees bit, me again. That's so. a bit much. Because we've been skydiving. I say we, I mean me. <laughs> and uh, we have not been skydiving together, but you bungee jumped. You bungee jumped. Yes. I, I want to go skydiving and I am so afraid of heights. You would love it, Becky. It's it's you, you think you're glad to be alive right now? Jump mm. out of a plane at you know ten fifteen thousand feet a few mm. times, and you'll feel more happy times. to be alive. <laughs> yes, times, yes. yes. Wow. So, um, yeah, highly recommend it. You should definitely go skydiving. Wow. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that sometime. All right, but I don't know. That was a decent. I mean, I thought it was pretty. Good. Some no, of them were a little. Not a bad list. But it's I thought not, you guys. No. But I like miniature golfing. Definitely, yeah. I've been on dates where you play pool. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. that's like you know. Um, and I've been on dates on. where they take me shopping, so I'd like to experience <laughs> that again. Yes, I've had that. I've had that too. That's it's fun. That's a fun date. I bet it is. <laughs> um, I have never. <laughs> Clearly, taken, we have yeah. not done that. Yeah, I've never <laughs> done that. You've one. never done that. Um, no. Well, this I love this dating conversation because it leads into my story. But I am not. I'm not oh, next story. Right. That's right. I am at the okay. end. So we'll come that's back right. to dating. You guys can always improvise. Um, I'm. I'm <laughs> out. Um, no, wait. Well, I'll you, stick around for a little bit of your story because I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, thanks for having me back. It seemed like there was one other thing I was going to tell you guys. Maybe it'll come to me later. I can't think of it. Well, yeah, you'll be here, That's right. so I'll, you can I'll just be, jump around. in. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Next week we're playing. Next week we're playing podcast family feud. Okay, I can't okay, wait to hear I, about I'm, this. I'm excited <laughs> and curious and we'll super curious i will super win curious, i can't sure how yeah. how that will go well, hopefully like... i do better than i did this on this thing yeah becky's already yeah she's good well you're ready now you know you understand yeah. you'll be thinking of it it'll be good so, it'll be right. similar right it'll be similar yes right okay so. oh i have to come up with the answer to something yes yeah, we have great. to come up with the answer remember because family feud yes. that's what you okay. have to do so so you oh, will be right. steve harvey i will and be a little less annoying <laughs> Oh man! All right, but I'm Rex out. Cool. Continue on with the okay. pod. Thank I'm you, Rex. For a little bit of your story. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Thanks. us. So, <laughs> so my story uh, is actually <laughs> Rex's favorite snapped episode. It's so crazy to say it like that. I like can't what? wait. 
His favorite snack. Oh, is it? Why? Because it's like favorite because yeah, murder. Yeah. It's great. Well. I can't wait. Well, like how we had a whole episode of the yeah, my, my favorite, favorite murder. murder. Yeah. And how Jody Arias is like. Oh, yeah. Totally mine. This one is Darlene Gentry and Keith Gentry. And this happened in Texas and in 2005. So. Darlene and Keith met at a technical college in Waco and she was studying to, she was studying like dentistry, like to be like a dental assistant and he was studying welding and stuff and they hit it off from the beginning and they started dating and um, she felt like uh, when they first started, they started dating and they were serious for like maybe like a year or so. And then she felt like he wasn't really ready to settle down. She was ready to like, let's get married. Let's like, you know. Yeah. And he wasn't at that point. He still kind of like was partying and still was kind of seeing other girls. So she took this job in Dallas and worked there for a year. And her mom says that she worked there until her car broke down. And she's decided to move back okay. into town. And so she moves back into town and she gets back together with Keith during this time. So okay. they rekindle their relationship and they live in Robinson, Texas. Okay. And so they get married and really quickly, like within a matter of years, they have three boys, like pretty much like right after each other. Mm-hmm. And um, by all accounts, Keith was an awesome father, good with the kids, um, good husband. He uh, first had a job where he was like um, traveling an electrician and he was gone four days of the week. Okay. And so they didn't get to see each other a lot. So she felt like she was like with the kids and handling all that alone. And she would only see him on the weekends. But they did try to make it work. Like they would go on like float trips and things like that and hang out with friends and stuff. But um, it was getting too much. He felt, Keith felt like he wasn't seeing his kids a lot and wasn't spending time with his family. So he decided to get a job where he wasn't traveling and it was just in town. And it actually was a a lower paying job. He was making more money, but he wanted to spend time with family. So he took a pay cut. And so um, he had a job in town. Um, Darlene, then um, she had finished. She went back to school to get a nursing degree instead of dentistry. So she's a nurse now. And things are okay. (laughs) You know, so like how normal marriages, it goes up and down and stuff. Um, They were going through a little down period. Okay. And Darlene was spending less and less time with the boys. And that was partly why Keith decided also to take a job in town because he felt like um, the kids were spending a lot of time with his mom because she was just dropping them off with like his mom. Mm-hmm. And she would make up excuses. She wasn't telling the truth about like, hey, because she was really like out partying with her friends and stuff, uh, but she would just make up stuff, you know, like, right. hey, I have to work tonight and stuff. But it wasn't true, you know. And the mom knew kind of like that she's making up all this shit, <laughs> you know. But it was just like she almost like Darlene wasn't ready 
for all the responsibility of being, of being a mom of three. Yes. Yeah. And so um, now they're in their like early, early 30s right now and stuff. And um, everything seems okay other than that part. Um, he wasn't seeing anybody or doing anything on the side or anything like that. Um, there aren't really reports about like that she was, but she was out partying a lot. So anyway, Rex, jump in if I'm telling anything wrong. Is that right? Did you? Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure I tell this story right for Rex. <laughs> so, um, so then um, the night, uh, so November 9th, 2005, um, that night, Darlene's son, one of the boys, is sick and she's with the boy and she decides that she's going to sleep in the boy's room with them like the tv is on and stuff and she's spending time with them and she just kind of like fell asleep in the boy's room and her husband was in their room and he felt you know he was asleep in there and she gets up in the morning um one of the boys woke her up and she was like a little bit late for work for you know like uh, the time she gets up and she was like you know oh crap you know I'm getting up late or whatever and she's so she's trying to hurry up and get the boys ready Mm -hmm. to go to uh, school and she's trying to get ready and everything and then she notices like it was really cold in this house Hmm. and she notices then like uh, the back door is open and she's like why is the back door open and then she notices then that uh, the glass case that they keep um all of Keith's guns is open hmm. and all the guns are gone. And she starts yelling for Keith. Okay. Because she's just like, oh my God, all your guns are gone. The door is open. You know, she's thinking someone stole. Yeah. Him. He's not getting up though. And so she runs into his room and she says what she sees foaming out of his mouth is like pink bubbles. Oh God. And he's gurgling. And so... Then she's like, oh, my God, I got to call 911. Yeah. So she calls 911. And I was trying to look for audio of the 911 call because it's a very key part of this case. And um, I didn't have it, but I have Rex here. (laughs) My only addition to the story is going to be the 911 call. The 911 call. We love guilty 911 calls. We've heard a million of them. <laughs> this is a classic one because, you know, she calls 911 and she says, says, hey, just like Tamara said, I woke up. I was a little late. I noticed the back door was open. This is how she's telling 911? Yeah. This, yes. is, this is all. This, this is her 911 call. This is what she says. Yeah, she, that's exactly what she says. Say, hey, 911. Yeah, you know, I woke up. I was. No. I, I, oh, I slept in my boy's room because one of them was sick and. Then the door was open, and then I noticed the gun cabinet was open, and then, you know, my husband's guns are laying out in the front yard, and you know what? He also is shot in the bedroom. The guy, the guy, the guy doing snap. He goes, "This is what we call burying the lead." <laughs> it, it, we always say that when people make guilty nine one one calls. I never heard of this. They always want to add in. You know, they always do. They always want to say other stuff that has nothing to do with yes. the fact that you know my spouse or my. Sure, you know, it's is, like is, get to the point. Yeah, um, so that's yeah. all I have. Rex loves nine one one calls because. Um, when they are so fake, 
they try to lay out their story first. Okay. They're not they're not even thinking like how would a normal person call 911? They want people to know the story. Yes, because it, yeah. They're almost acting like the 911 is like the cops. Yeah. And where they already need the to report. lay out their Yeah, like if I come home and find you passed out in the kitchen, I don't need to say I just was at the grocery store and I just walked in right. the door. They always want to. So it's so and I came in the door. My dog was jumping on me. And I never heard of this. Is this a website? Guilty 911 calls? I, you know what? If it isn't, we need to start it. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. But Rex absolutely loves them. And they're so funny because of how blatantly obvious things yes, are. Yes, because I'm like, your first concern should be your husband. Right. Your husband... You see him, he's foaming out the mouth. So she killed him? Okay, so tell me. So she's foaming out the mouth. So Foaming out the mouth? Yes, he's foaming out the mouth. So the cops get there, and the first thing they notice is all these guns in the front yard. And it's just What's like- even display of that? Yeah, like why are the guns in the front yard? Like, so if somebody was trying to rob you and take your guns, they're not going to leave them in the front yard. And they said they were neatly piled up, oh, you know? Weird. Like they wouldn't have fucking fingerproof evidence. And- um. Her fingerprints were only on one of the guns, and the rest of them were wiped clean. They could tell that they were wiped clean. And um, so they get inside. Yeah, they get inside. He's still alive. Um, He had been shot in the back of his head Mm. while in bed. So it wasn't like um, someone broke in the house and say like he – interrupted the robbery or something sure. and then he got shot like how normally something like that would happen right it was like somebody came in robbed them and then decided to shoot the husband that was in bed sleeping but didn't really rob them because nothing was didn't missing. rob him because nothing Just was except outside. for one gun okay was missing which i think is the gun that killed him you, sure? you know the one that was shot yeah killed him that was the only gun missing out of out of it and so they listened to darlene's story and um, also, I have to mention here is Darlene um, is uh, they call everyone would call her pretty. They called her cute little mom. Oh God! Um, almost like where she feels like she she got a lot of things just because of her looks, sure, and the way that she looked and everything. And so she um, probably wasn't thinking anybody would look at her as a suspect because. Of the way she looked. The way she looked. She doesn't look like a killer. Uh, going you know? back to the last conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she didn't realize at first, like, when the cops were questioning her, because the cops pretty much immediately, like, they were thinking, something's not right. And if I could name this case, I would call it something's not right, because the cops said that I don't know how many times. Really? Yes, because when they first even came – to the scene, they saw um, they had um, on the police police camera. You could hear the cops saying, uh, "Something's not right here. Something just doesn't seem right." Right, which is true because all the evidence doesn't point correctly. And then also remember, she's a nurse. She didn't administer any any CPR. Right. She didn't even look at where his where he had been shot. Right. She didn't even know he'd been shot in the back of his head. She did nothing. And they asked her about that. And her excuse for that was she was in shock. She didn't know what to do. The first thing she just thought to do was to call 911. Right. But not really urgent. Be urgent about No. I mean, like, if you're a nurse and your husband's been shot, 
How can I help him? How can I help him? You're going to do all the training that you know you are going to do. And she did absolutely nothing. And he was still breathing at that time. He was gurgling. She could have, like, helped him, you know? Um, By the time he got to the hospital, he was brain dead. And um, so they just had him on a machine. And she was being questioned by the cops. And they got a call from the hospital saying that. And the family was there. And so they needed to make a decision on what they were going to do. So um, Darlene with the family decided to go ahead and just let him. Pull the plug, of course. Yes, go. Because he's brain dead. Yeah. Um, And his family actually lived right next door to them. And his family totally supported Darlene. They did not think that she had anything to do with this. Still? Yeah. They didn't think she had anything to do with it. They thought she was innocent. And they totally, they were like, um, move in with us. Stay with us. Because she was like, I can't stay in this house uh-huh. anymore. Um, move in with us. Wow. So she moved in with the boys into um, Grandpa's the, house. the family's house. Um after after that so then um that was so all that happened on um november 9th like what i said and um so what they were talking about um everything you know about um so she still was being uh, questioned then by the cops you know because they were just pretty sure (laughs) she had something to do with it sure did she get arrested um not immediately not immediately but like um they did so the crime lab um investigators they scoured the scene in the kitchen trash can the investigators found a pair of latex gloves and a 22 shell casing and that was yeah (laughs) so then that was sent to forensics and because uh the glove had blood on it, and it matched Darlene's DNA. Wow. Darlene's print is um, was on one of the guns in the, on the lawn, but then the rest of them were wiped clean. And then also, the gun case, there wasn't a broken lock, and the glass wasn't broken either. Right. On the lock. Um, so then... Um, her, so she moved in with the parents after that. CPS arrived. Uh, they didn't take the children, but they just asked Darlene questions. And um, the Gentry family treated um, is treated to a side of Darlene that they hadn't seen before. So Darlene actually gets really upset when CPS comes. And she um, starts cussing and stuff, telling them to get, like, fuck out of her out of yeah. the house and all this they see stuff. a rage they hadn't they, seen before they'd never seen any of that before so then um investigators are analyzing and probing both the evidence and keith and darlene's backgrounds as the level of mistrust grows darlene leaves the children with their grandparents and then she moves into one of keith's sister's houses which is just two houses away oh my god they're just living all right up on each other i know it's not weird they're very close family. <laughs> so what investigators find out, they find out that Keith uh, Gentry was a homebody. He preferred to st- uh, spend time with his children. Um, he liked to stay home. Um, he was concerned about Darlene, that she was neglecting the children, and she was pawning him on um, the, parents the parents all the time. Right. Um, during their six and a half 
years of marriage, she seemed to be happy. But after a while, she began going out more, and her mother-in-law showed her a disproportionate share of raising their children. And that's when Keith had switched jobs. He also told his parents, I'll never leave Darlene. She'll have to leave me. Wow. Mm-hmm. They also found out that he had life insurance worth over $750,000. Wow. Yes. Um, so then there's a comment from uh, family friends that says she was never happy. She didn't want to be at home with the family. Um, my brother wanted to settle down and stay at home with the family. She just didn't. Instead, she'd go out. He wanted to be there to bathe the kids and to put the kids to bed. He was like the perfect little dad. Aww. They wrestled. They played ball. They were happy. Oh. And so despite law enforcement's efforts to investigate other avenues or possible suspects, the evidence in the case was damning and pointed directly to one person, which was Darlene. And she realized she was under suspicion for his death and she didn't apply for the life insurance because Good. she felt like she, she was yeah. under suspicion. Um, during this time, she contacts in uh, Robert, um, I hope I pronounce his name, right, Pavelka. And he was a family friend. He'd heard of Keith's death and was surprised Darlene was contacting him. He was even more surprised when she asked him to bulldoze her house. Because she was acting like she couldn't live in there anymore right. because he'd it been murdered be- in there yeah, and I can't stay in that house. And of course, you know, let's get rid of all the evidence. Yeah, that let makes sense. Just, let me just get rid of this whole house. So after telling her that bulldo- bulldozing um, such a new house wasn't a good idea, he suggests that she think about moving and that he had some land she could look at. So one property she looked over had a pond. And she said, oh, Keith always wanted to have a pond for the boys to fish in and stuff. You know, he always wanted that. So she was like, that would be wonderful. Let me come and look at the house. So a week later, um, Darlene comes with with her mom and they look at the house and with the pond and everything. And she's like, I want it. I want this. I want this land and I'm going to build a house on here and everything. And um, she tells him. But I don't want a pond anymore. I want you to just fill fill it all in. Fill in the pond and stuff. And he was like, that sounds really suspicious why? to me. You know. Um, and because why does she want to fill in a pond? She wanted a pond. But then now she doesn't want it. Yeah. And he was like, I know they're looking for this missing twenty two caliber gun. I see. Maybe she disposed of it in the pond oh my goodness so he called his friend who worked at the sheriff's office and he told them about what happened and they went to the pond and they had divers go in and guess what they found they found the gun oh my goodness Mm -hmm. they found the gun the missing gun and so they decided then at that time um, because they, they, it, this was such a circumstantial case, they didn't really have like a ton of stuff on her. Sure. Um, they were like, let's do a sting and let's catch her um, in the act looking for this gun. So they planned, they told Robert, call her and tell her then that the pond has to be drained before it can be filled in mm-hmm. and let's see what she does. Oh, of course. So he does that. 
20 minutes later, she is at the property and they have her on videotape. And I saw the, the I saw what the was it? She is in the pond with a stick and she is digging in there. Is looking. she in the water? It, the, the, it's already been drained. So she it's in the mud. She's in the mud. And she is looking for her. Oh my gosh. Something, which uh, we know it's the gun. And she is looking hard, like hard. Like it's like it's increasing as the minutes go by. She's freaking out. She's not finding it because they already took it. And so she's panicked. She is totally panicked. And they have her on videotape. Wow. So after they get that, they're like, we can arrest her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, um, so then that was uh, two months after the shooting. Uh, they're able to arrest her, and they arrest her then uh, while she was at work at the hospital. And so then she goes through the whole trial, and her uh, her defense was pretty much like. Uh, the police just focused on me from the beginning. They didn't even focus on if there was any other people at all. Girl, what were you digging in the mud I for? Know. And then she said she was digging in the mud. She was. She didn't even find out until the trial that they had that tape. And then so she says then that she was digging in the mud because she heard that she knew that they were looking for this gun and she wanted to help the investigation by... <gasps> <laughs> Oh my god! Searching for the gun. Why would the gun be there if she didn't put it in there? Why would you care? That like doesn't even make any sense. Like, why would you do that? Let the cops do their job. It doesn't even make any sense. Like, why? You know? And so strange. So like, she is so fucking shady. She's gonna talk and hope somebody believes it. Yeah, so fucking shady and stuff. Oh yeah. And so they are able to say, you know, like. Okay, he had all this life insurance. He had five hundred thousand, and then plus he had like another two hundred fifty thousand from his job. And she was in debt bad. Like he was really good with his credit. She was awful with her credit. She was in debt. They figure figure it was just a money thing. She was like not filling the relationship anymore, and she just thought that is so evil, isn't it? It's terrible. The father of your children. Like, you I know, don't understand there are that. three boys that you claim you care about and love so much, you're going to kill their father. And they have a good relationship with them. Yes. And just for money. Just all, all this stuff always comes down to, like, money, greed, sex. You know, yeah, it's just it's so weird. So nasty. Yeah. And so anyway, so she was found guilty. Good. <laughs> um, it took them, like, a day, I think, to decide. <gasps> oh, yep. Yeah. A day. That's I'm surprised. It. Even, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, why did you even take that long? True. <laughs> but yeah, no, it wasn't like it wasn't a long time, and she got 60 years. Whoa. Um. Yeah. She's in her 30s. So should be 90. She's all eligible for parole at February 4th, 2037. Uh, her projected release date is February 5th, 2067. Oh my god. Um. So that's so long, right? Uh, so they think then if she's released, if she gets her parole date where she serves like thirty years, she'll be released. Uh, she'll be sixty-two years old. Crazy. If she gets parole, which she should never get, parole. which she should not, because sixty-two still you can still live. Listen, a good Leonid life. was Leonid was sixty some, and he was creepy as fuck. Right? So. See, you can still. I mean, you, you can still, still live a creepy out. life. You can still be a creep. <laughs> So, yeah, so hopefully um, 
hopefully I told this story to Rex's um, liking, but this is like one of his favorite. Well, you told it um, to my liking, okay. and I appreciate it. So this it. is one of his favorite. So this one came from Snapped, and it's Darlene Gentry, and she's a bitch. She's a real shithead. She's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I took it a different direction okay. this week, and there's no murder involved. And my story came from Todd, oh. who apparently has an account with this. <laughs> this is scary. Account with what? <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. My story. Um, Todd referred the story to me. He's like, you gotta, you gotta look this up. I think it would be good for the Why show. Why is our producer paying attention to us? <laughs> he does not give a shit. He does not give a shit. Okay, so. My story um, is, is um, oh, that over half a million Japanese men are dating the same 15-year-old girl. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is this a catfishing story? No. Nope. No? Okay. It gets – it's 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 interesting. Okay. Um, she's not real. Oh. Okay. So first there were <laughs> sex dolls, which, you know, you've seen a sex doll, yes, right? Yeah, there's – Freaky as fuck. You're right. Terrifying. Mm. And then, then, and there's levels of sex dolls, right? You get yes. The different, I, I, I watched a whole documentary of. on it. Oh, God. And it's so creepy. Okay. Well, that could be its own episode. <laughs> but then there were love pillows. Love pillows. What okay. are those? So they are basically like a body pillow with a Japanese girl. She's often wearing like a sailor style. Right. They love that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, schoolgirl uniform. Oh, no. Um, and they look like they're laying on their backs oh, or they're no. laying on their belly with their ass up. Do they have a hole? No. <laughs> it's a real body pillow. And it's like satiny, silky material. Really? And there was actually like a picture of a man walking at a rest. Like he was at a fast food store with his fucking body pillow. He was pillow. carrying a body pillow? I'm absolutely serious. How? <clears throat> yeah. How lonely are you It gets worse. That? Well, no. Okay, but how is – okay, wait, wait, wait. So a sex doll – but a body pillow is an upgrade from a sex doll. But right. a sex doll has holes. I don't know if it's an upgrade. I think okay. it's more of a new genre okay. of, of a relation okay. of, of toy or okay. symbol of a uh, another human being. I don't know. God. I don't know. Um, and so now it says now the latest of inanimate objects to capture the hearts of Japanese bachelors. The Japanese bachelor population is a Rinko. Rinko. Rinko is the star of Love Plus. It's a video game that simulates the experience of being in a relationship. Uh, 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 really? It's a Nintendo DS is game. It? it was created in 2009. Should we, 2009? Should we know about this? <laughs> so is this only a Japanese thing or is this like all over? Well, it's now becoming... They have Worldwide. now an American version. They have an English version of this. Okay. So it allows the players to form a relationship with one or all of Love Plus's three girlfriends. There is Rinko. <laughs> um, she is a first-year high school student. Shut up. Which no. is about the age of 15. Oh, no. Who the player, which is you, the player, meets after being forced to join the library committee. Forced? It says... A four-year high school student who, you, the player, which is you, mm -hmm. meets. You meet this person after being for, forced into joining a library committee. So you, the player, are forced into uh, joining a library committee. As part of the game. As part of the game. She constantly wears earphones and has an attitude that keeps people away from her. 
Is this me? <laughs> she's so hard to get. She's such a. She's, oh, a she's so intriguing. She's such an emo fifteen-year-old. <laughs> exactly. All right. Rinko's <laughs> attitude stems from her feeling alienated and unwanted in her home after her father remarried, bringing a new mother and younger brother into the house. She says, "When I'm, whenever I'm alone." Whenever I'm home, the atmosphere dark darkens. Oh, God. As Rinko described, she oh. says, this is what she says. She wanders around the streets after school, avoiding going back into an unwelcoming home. She likes punk rock and oh. fighting and fighting games. This is totally a recipe for di- disaster. She's totally the type of girl then that would date some older guy. These yes. creepy older guys that are playing this video game. Yes. She's totally is it recipe yep. for disaster. Yep, she's it's just exactly totally. what she, and she dresses like a sailor school. Yes, girl. like and it's so Japanime. It's not even like trying to look real. <laughs> it's a really? cartoon. But you know what? They some. I'm not. Ever, this doesn't look real. Have you ever seen anime porn? Yes. Okay. And it's kind of sexy. Some of it can be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So that's Rinko. She's the primary girl okay. that everyone loves. Then there's Nini. Nini? Yeah. No, 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 I got But not like Nini from the Atlanta Housewives. Not not Nini, not her. <laughs> Nini, no. Cuz that's what I'm Nini thinking of with Nini. Yes. Nini Leaks. Okay. Is that her name? Nini. Yes, uh, you got it. Nini Leaks. Okay. So <laughs> Nini is a third-year high school student, so she's the older one. Why are these all high school kids? Is this game geared is it supposed to be men? Was it supposed to be targeted to high school kids this originally? Well, we'll get to that, I think. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um, I don't know that answer. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I have no idea. Please stop asking questions. Okay. A third year high school. So Nini is a third year high school student working part time in a family restaurant where the, where the, they call it the protagonist, the player meets her. She is dependable. She's the dependable big sister from whom everyone asks for help. She has a mole under her right eye oh, and God. likes housework and horror movies. She would what? be on the podcast. I know. <laughs> we don't like to clean, though. Um, no. In an early development setting, she was meant to be a college student with light makeup, and the latter remained part of her appearance during the game release. Like, there's a fucking level of where this is growing. I know. I'm having such a hard time that with this. That is so weird. Okay. And then there's M- M- Monica. <laughs> Monica. Why do you say it like that? I can't that? say it. It's M-A-N-A-K-A. Oh. I don't know how to say okay, that. Okay, whatever. Monica. We'll just call her Monica. She's a second year of high school. So you get one so... young, younger, or younger. Yes. Why are they all so young? Don't know. Second year high school student who goes to the same school after tennis club with the with you, the <laughs> game player. She comes from a well-off family and has lived a sheltered life, mm. having no experience in many normal things like, you ready? Eating a hamburger combo. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is that a thing? I'm gonna eat a hamburger with her. I'm maybe watch in their her culture, I guess that's something. I don't know. Maybe I don't, that's so I don't weird. know. I guess that's funny. So <laughs> going out with her friends after the club or watching TV, she doesn't do that. Any oh, of those she doesn't. Things. Oh, her classmates shy away from her perfectionism, which is why she has few friends. Oh, so she needs you. See, all these people are like they're lonely. Yeah, and stuff weird. Yeah, and so Weird. this is the characters, okay. and so um, in November, so it came out in t- 2009, um, and so just a few months later, in November of 2009, a Japanese man calling himself Sal9000, because you're a fucking game. Right. You're just okay? a player in a game. Right? He married his virtual girlfriend. <laughs> he wore a white tux, <laughs> and his friends looked on 
and thousands. He actually invited people yes. to this fake. And thousands watched via a live stream. Oh, my God. He says, I love this character. Oh, my God. It's not a machine. I totally 100% understand that this is a game. I understand no, very well that I cannot marry her physically or legally. But I want to. Okay. <laughs> Really, like How seriously. How freaky is that? It just gets weirder. Is this what this world is turning ready? to? There is a lie. This is I'm. This is just the beginning. Oh my god! Of how weird this gets. <laughs> it's. <laughs> oh my gosh! I looked it up and on Amazon you could buy this game for thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. Really? Do they have a Do they have a guy version? <laughs> they actually came out with a female version to have, but there are females that use this. Well, I'm sure, and, and they do it too. So yeah. So it says Love Plus occupies a unique space among Japanese dating sims. Uh, I mean, I don't understand weird. any of this. Players can engage with the game in an unspecific in an unspecified period of time, so that you can play the game as mm-hmm. much as you want or mm-hmm. as little as you want. Mm-hmm. Take and breaks. This allows the relationship to progress as quickly or as slowly as they wish. As you meet Rinko, Monica, and Nini, the players inha- the player inhabits a schoolboy avatar. Uh, I think this is gross, the- though, for adults. So like, nasty. So gross. So nasty. And you go through the routine of attending class. Eating lunch and studying. Oh my gosh! I don't understand. I don't either. I don't get that. They also talk about holding hands. <gasps> what about sex? They don't have sex. Oh, they don't. No. Oh, I'm sure there's levels that you can, and I'm sure there's a hack, but I couldn't find anything. Right. Else. That's what yeah. they get. Like, what about when you get married? You ki- there are kissing. <laughs> They're kissing. There's a kissing app, but they they don't. Oh, want this people- is so gross because you know guys are jacking off. And you stuff have to, to earn it. points so to kiss her, and everything about it. Um. Oh, it says it says on Are here. Are you paying extra money to all this do- t- all the time? Okay. Money. Well, there's lots of money going into this. Right. Okay. It says once it says once you have appropriately courted your chosen sweetheart, a second phase of the game begins where he can take her out on dates and vacations, and they can spend their happily ever after in real time. Ugh. Real time. I don't understand. I don't. It says the relationship between me and Rinko is not ex expedited this guy named chris funny enough the name is chris <laughs> yeah, says, Chris. <laughs> you can take your sweet time and really cultivate a relation a really cultivate a relationship that has a good semblance of a human relationship i don't want to put an ex- expiration date on human relationships i don't understand you I don't so either. it makes sense to not put those times on parameters on a game I don't want to put expect a time expiration date on a human I'm, relationship, so I don't want to do that for a game either because they're the same thing. Right. You're, no, because no, this girl's going to accept you with all your shit. Oh, my God. You and know? she has like – she like um, giggles and squeals uh, and like – So fake. Yes. Yeah. She's the – she's this ideal version of what a female is not really. No, exactly. Exactly. This is for guys that don't want to deal with shit. We don't want to have to deal with a real relationship. No. We want you just to giggle and squeal exactly. and smack us. Uh-huh. And the whole <laughs> – Everything you say is so funny. Um, and, and then she pouts. That. They pout and they throw fits. Like if you're oh. not giving them attention, oh. they they are like they give you the silent treatment. And you oh. have to tell, come here, come closer. Oh god, there's a video. It's like come closer. This is such. I want it to. I want you to say that you love me. No. And it's like, and the, and you, no. the guy has to say that he loves her. Just say, and she's no. like, just say you love me, right? This is terrible. It's so awful. Awful. And so, um, 
Oh, man. This it's is a, gross. It's disgusting. It says they blush when they're bashful. They smile and giggle when they are pleased. They emit little noises of pleasure when they're touched and kissed. Ew. By tapping the screen with the stylus. <laughs> 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 they slap and pout when they are angry. I don't think I've ever encountered any other game with this level of connectivity, Chris says. This oh my, guy, Chris! I didn't even another the name. fucking Chris. <laughs> oh my god! Depending on what you're saying, the timbre or cadence of their voice changes, and they're able to read the player. No, give me a break. No. Um, it says he can read Renko's emotions with their actions. I start picking up on how she feels by the tone of her voice, the overall expression of the physical body. It's not about the words anymore. It's about the underlying, underlying subconscious actions. Um, Chris hasn't asked Rinko to be his girlfriend, and they haven't fought as oh, lovers do. Of course not. They don't because it's a perfect relationship. It's disgusting. It says instead he has enjoyed getting to know her as friends first. Whatever. Says, does this I can girl take even it. have a fucking personality? Like, no. does she have anything she about pouts, her? She giggles. She right. Slaps. That's all she does. It says I can take it slow. We are setting a foundation for something that is very fertile. Foundation for fucking what? I don't fertile know. Fertile for what? If the internet goes out, you're screwed, man. <laughs> yeah. It says adding real elements to the virtual relationship is central to the Love Plus series. The games can be synced up with an actual calendar and clock, which means playing the game too late at night might mean the virtual girlfriend is already asleep. She's tired. Players are expected <laughs> to remember important dates like birthdays and holidays. Oh, you forgot my birthday. Because you're on your calendar, like yeah. a Google map. Right. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it says when players are ready to take their relationship to the next level, they can go to a Japanese beach town called Atomy. <laughs> they have selected 13, this town... Mm-hmm. Has selected 13 romantic locations in which can be overlaid with images of Rinko and her teenage friends, Manica, Monica. Oh, I can't say the name. So Monica all, those, and the, all the girls. Yeah, the three girls. Gross. Um, who have all swapped their usual sailor style school uniforms for casual summer wear. Oh. And it says local souvenir shops in the re- in the resort town have caught on and capitalized on the love struck new clientele, selling love plus themed souvenirs from Good Luck Charms. To steam buns and fish sausages. It, what? Yeah, I don't okay. know. My jab, my girl loves her fish so- fish sausage. <laughs> yeah, you just buy a fish sausage and just sit it there at the table. Nobody's it. even there. Fish sausage. Fish sausage. The worst combination <laughs> of all That doesn't all sound things. good at all. Awful. That sounds disgusting. Okay, the local o- Onoya Hotel even offers traditional rooms to the unusual couples. See, this is stupid. Which this features dumb. two sets of futon beds and another barcode panel well, that allows sleep. the men to visualize their girlfriend in flattering kimono. <laughs> Players are paying upwards of $500 a night for Shut this up. hotel experience. $500 a night for a hotel? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the fuck is wrong? What, what is wrong with you? It says that they it says that they don't ask questions when they check in with their virtual girlfriend. Well, they you know. don't care. They're paying $500. I wouldn't care. No, they're like, you want to like, have okay, sex fine. with a You want to be fakey? stupid? Yeah, okay. Whatever. Sure. Have a cartoon across the room from yeah, you? Yeah, you don't want to have to deal with the real relationship. So you have this fake thing where this girl just accepts everything. It says that they don't want to put, they don't get their feelings hurt. Right. 
you know, they don't. They don't have to share. It, they don't have to expose themselves. You that's know? exactly right. No exactly. vulnerability there. Right. <laughs> um, it says players have to earn experiences with their virtual lover, earning boyfriend points. You earn points by stroking the girl in certain areas in, cer- I don't in certain like, ways. I don't like this. I don't like what uh, it's teaching. I don't like it's it. It's disgusting. It is. It's disgusting. Mm. Um, and it says, depending on the girl's head position and facial expression, you need to kiss her using different techniques. Oh, God. Uh, one is her girl lowers her head with her eyes closed. Oh, You God. kiss her on the forehead. Oh, and God. then one is her face to one side and on you kiss her on her cheek, the oh, one that's God. closest to you. And in, you have to kiss it inside the blush pink. See, I don't, I don't like this game. Um, when her, when her face is forward and closed eyes, you, you kiss her lips at a short duration. No. Um, faces forward and her eyes are open. You kiss her on her brow, straight near the mouth. I don't know what that brow on her brow. brow oh, her brows are straight. Oh, her, her brows are straight. She's, she's got a brow, a straight brow. And then you kiss her. Not a furled brow. You kiss <laughs> her on the mouth. I mean, so this is so the guys. What the guys are taking from this are saying we are learning. They're, but they're not. They think. Right. I don't like what this learning. is teaching at it's all. It's awful. It's awful. It says, okay, so here we go. Here's a couple of quiet quotes from guys who are dating Rinko. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I Well, dating. Well, this one says they're dating Monica. So she says, I've been dating Monica for one year and five months. Oh, my gosh. Get a life. I, a man named, oh, this guy's name is Iwama. <laughs> she is very cute, but the most attractive feature is how difficult it is. I have to reply to emails. She oh. gets upset if I'm late for dates. Oh. I want to please her when she pesters me for kisses. Oh, my. Pesters? Really? No girl's going to fucking ask you to kiss Because that's what girls are. Her. We aren't asking for your kisses. We're so pestering and we so, we're so like, oh, you have to do this. Please give me those kisses. Respond to my text. Iwami. Oh, oh you know, They make it sound like we're so terrible. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He says, but I don't begrudge the effort because it helps make us closer. It makes me feel as if she can't live without me, which just charms me the most. Oh, my God. Awama, I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Send me an email. I'm 15. Yeah, I know. Of course. She's in high school. Yeah. Disgust. How old is he? Did no they clue. even give their ages? No clue. Of course they didn't. He's like 55. I'm nasty. <laughs> okay, so the next one is, I do, I do not think that 100% of all life, all real life couples are dating their partners because they truly like the person for who they are. They make compromises. But Rinko is exactly who I want. She it's will always perfect. love me and I will always love her. No one is perfect. You're an idiot. He says, Yusoko, Yusuki explains. He says, I know this is impossible, <laughs> but if my ex-girlfriend could have been stuck inside the game into the virtual oh world, my gosh, I up. probably would have chose to date her inside the game. Shut up. That's so terrible. <laughs> See, these are people that just don't want to live with life. If I could life. control my girlfriend too, I would yeah. do that. They don't want to deal with life. <laughs> oh my god these are losers oh my these are total god. losers <laughs> i can't i know <laughs> it's just so oh man it's just so not not real. cool like and disgusting and gross and what the fuck is wrong with some you? people say that they are people that have no connection with human life mm-hmm. and they have no real mm-hmm. and this teaches them that they feel like they have a friendship and a relationship to continue life with they may these feel men it. are going on dates as a group of men yeah with their with their f- cell phones out as if they're having fucking <laughs> dates 
with their girlfriends. How sad. That is just sad. And uh, this is what this world is turning to. It's sad. They're talking how this is not setting up real – people aren't setting up real relationships. There is less and less real relationships happening. Yeah. By the because Absolutely of this. Absolutely because of that. They're <laughs> and then they already have a culture where they're like busy anyway. Right. And so it makes it for less time to even have like normal relationships. They're not going to go out for a normal relationship when no. that's a thing. No. And then they have this. This and then is these a Nintendo are people DS that, game, guys. They're pulling out their Nintendo DS game system and acting like, like they're in a relationship. So the, like these guys, are, these computer guys that are just totally just into computers. Yeah. I'll get a computer girlfriend then too. And... That's how they live. That is so. I'm gonna stroke her with a stylus <laughs> and make her giggle. I'm gonna stroke my stylus. I, oh my god! It's just disgusting. You have to you have to kiss her the right way. And they're high school girls too. And that's they're what, in sailor that's high school like, uniforms. Yeah, and they're like set up like some fantasy girl. It's gross. The whole thing is disgusting, gross. I don't like what it's teaching. Mm-mm. It's just no. So no. what do you think? I mean, if there's there's Bumble, there's p- plenty of fish, yeah. there's now this. <laughs> but see, this is like not real. It's totally not real. No, it's totally not real. But they feel like real. it's real. They, do, they, they may feel it, but it's not. I might have to find a Rinko because I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> I feel like Rinko might be better for me than anything else. Well, <laughs> of course, because... No, because of course, because it's like not real. I know. So you're not gonna have like, like what the guy said. You're not gonna have to compromise. Yeah. You know, like how relationships are. A relationship is you have to compromise. You're not gonna have everything yeah. you want. Right. In just one person. It shouldn't, and and that's unrealistic to even think exists. It's. I mean, yeah. And so then, if you get it out of this game, I mean, come on. Your your expectations are so high. Oh my god. For the following, can you be like, imagine being the yes. follow up relationship to Rinko? Can you imagine dating a guy who told you their ex was a <laughs> computer video game? For five, one guy's been dating her for five years. That's sad. Yeah. It's just fucking sad. It's just like. I can't imagine them being the yeah being the next girl like being a real girl, and then because mm. they need to expect you to be perfect yeah and then all this stuff you know no no so yeah don't date a guy who dated Rinko no don't do that and I don't think a normal girl would not date somebody who we I don't think so if you have I dated don't know a guy, let us I don't know. know we all get into stupid shit that could happen if you've done that let us know if you're we doing that know. now let us know. You're not listening to this if you're doing that. I want to know. (laughs) I want to know what that's like, you know. But uh, it's weird. That just sounds very odd. Yeah. That's odd. I've never heard of that before. That was very weird. Well, that is – that's our episode. That is – that comes to the conclusion of our episode. Episode – what is this? 16? Oh. I am not sure. We don't know. Don't take that for (laughs) – don't take that for real. Yeah. But it's an episode. It's and one of them. We are happy to hear from you guys. We have heard yes. more from you. We've had more reviews. We've oh, had yeah. People contact we love it. Us. Yes. So um, we know you're listening. Yes. Keep on reaching on out. Yeah. Let us know anything that you know that we need to know. Yeah. All, all that <laughs> that she said there. We are at the um, at official, mm-hmm. official what the F F F podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And all that good stuff in social media and all that. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, on iTunes. Leave a review. Let us know. Yes. Let we have us a lot know. Of, we have a lot of five stars, but we're, or we're gaining a lot of five stars. Mm-hmm. But we And we want more of the... Yeah, and feedback. And feedback. Stuff too. Yeah. You give know, it, we, we want to know the good and the bad, so whatever. Oh, we don't want to know the bad, but we'll take it. Anything. We'll take constructive criticism. Don't be mean. 
<laughs> but whatever. So we will see you guys next week. We're looking forward to it. Yep, and, and thank you for being patient while we had a little break. And yeah. we will see you we'll next see you. week. Yes. And thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.